Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Today is a very special day. An incredibly special day. I got new tires on my car. That's why it's special. <laughs> That's what we're talking about on today's episode. Today we're talking about Elias the new, new tires. tires on my car. No, the, the more special thing today. I saw Black Panther this morning. It was 10 a.m. The theater was packed. It was beautiful. Ah, and I saw Black Panther on Thursday night. So we will be talking about Black Panther. Um, um, if you're worried about spoilers, if you haven't seen it yet, we're going to discuss the movie at the end, where we usually talk about uh, stuff that we read last week. Uh, yes. First, so we'll we'll warn you. We'll warn you. There will be no spoilers we'll for the movie until you warn. We warn you, so you can listen to this episode safely up until we tell you it's no longer safe. Yes, there will there will be spoilers for, you know, fifty years of comic book history. But yeah, that's that that'll just happen. All right, Black Panther, uh, my man, uh, T'Challa. Um, so the original. Uh, comic book Black Panther was a creation of uh, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby as like almost every like original era Marvel character was in some way. Um, he was introduced in uh, 1966 in an issue of the Fantastic Four. Um, and as happened with a lot of superhero <laughs> introduction stories, um, the Fantastic, he, like, invited the Fantastic Four to Wakanda, and then he just started fighting them, and they were like, what are you doing? And he was like, I had to be sure I was strong enough to beat the Fantastic Four, because I'm testing myself to see if I'm, like, strong enough to take down this bad guy. And they were like, oh, we'll help you take down this bad guy. And then he explains this whole backstory to them, and then they're bros. Um, his backstory, which is, um, you would... You know this if you've seen the movie or probably if you've, like, heard any of the explanations of the movie. Um, but uh, T'Challa is the king of a country called Wakanda that's in Africa that um, whose people discovered a, like, super large, like, deposit of vibranium, which is not real. But in the Marvel Universe, it's the rarest metal there is, and it's... It can do all kinds of stuff, and it's what Captain America's shield is made of. Um, and they use this to make all kinds of technologies that nobody else was making in the world. And then they were like, okay, we don't want anybody else to find this, like, super cool metal that we have. So they hid underground um, and, like, wouldn't communicate with any outsiders. Um, and as the king of Wakanda, uh, the Black Panther is, like, it's like partly like a a religious title because it comes from this connection to like this panther god which is like there's been like a couple different iterations of panther gods throughout the history um and like partly like a diplomatic thing um but he only the the people of like royal lineage can eat this special herb that gives them the connection to this panther god and gives them, like, super enhanced agility and strength and, like, other superhero things. Um, so that's, that's my guy. Um, he meets <laughs> there the Fantastic he is. Four. That's, that's him. <laughs> that's him. He's here. Um, he meets the Fantastic Four. He's bros with the Fantastic Four. Um, after that, he's, like, he's in most iterations of the Avengers in some capacity. Um, he shows up in, like, a bunch of other people's storylines. He's Daredevil for a little bit, which I didn't know <laughs> until I was Weird. Looking <laughs> Matt, like, Matt has to go, like, go somewhere, and he's like, hey, T'Challa, can you just, like, be Daredevil real quick while I'm gone? And then he just, like, bees Daredevil. <laughs> he's just in Hell's Kitchen, and he has, like, a civilian identity, and he, like, owns a diner <laughs> and foggy helps him be daredevil and i really want to read this now because it's so amazing 
T'Challa, what are you doing? Just, yeah, I'm the king of Wakanda, but I'm gonna be here and protect this very small section of New York. <laughs> and just this very small section of New York. This one neighborhood that Matt Murdock is obsessed with. Just like, um, it's like watching your friend's cats while they're out of town. Like, <laughs> it's like watching your friend's cats, but you, like, own a zoo. Yeah, it's like, hey, you own a zoo. You know about cats. Will you watch my two cats? Just while I'm gone for, like, a month, will you just, like, watch my two cats? You own a zoo. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be great at it. Um, so that's very good. Um, he's also um, married to Storm from the X-Men for a pretty significant length of time. They're not married anymore. That was like a fairly recent thing that they like got divorced and I was bummed about it because one, they were rad as hell together and also Storm being queen of Wakanda is like extremely badass. Yeah, um, especially since isn't she like uh, based off of like African rain queen, like rain goddesses, yeah. rain queens? Yes, something like that. Yes. Um, they had this whole backstory where he, like, they, like, ran into each other while, like, she was, like, a street urchin, and then they, like, couldn't see each other that often, but they, like, kept crossing paths and stuff. It was romantic, whatever. Um, so, um, he's on, he's on the Avengers for a while, and he, like, has, like, a, a pretty concrete reputation of just, I mean, as evidenced by the fact that Matt asked him to just be Daredevil as just being, like, an extremely, like, competent, <laughs> dependable, like, super level-headed guy. Um, which is what happens when, like, because, like, he's the king of a country. Like, this is, like, dealing with, like, these emotional babies and their weird problems is, like, nothing to him. It's like, whatever. I have so many more important things to worry about. Just work Trust out me, your but shit. this is vacation. <laughs> this is fine. Um, yeah, he's like, uh, people, like, turn to him a lot for, like, advice and, like, being a reasonable grown-up person. Um, he's also, um, he's not, I th I've, I've seen somewhere that he's, like, one of, like, it's like, oh, he's one of the, you know, the ten smartest people in the Marvel Universe, and he has, like, a PhD from Oxford. <laughs> it's like, which, A, like, I believe it, but, like, yeah, the but, fact like, when that, like, did this happen? <laughs> When did this happen? When and did he go to Oxford? That all ten of the... Basically all ten of the smartest people in the Marvel Universe are superheroes. It's like, y'all... I mean, I like, guess. I guess. Maybe some of them should, like, not be superheroes. Probably. It seems like it would probably be a good idea if some of them just did normal stuff. <laughs> But T'Challa can um, still be a superhero. He's a pretty good dude. No, T'Challa should be a superhero. I think it's less make these people stop being superheroes and more, like, introduce some, like, extremely smart people who aren't, like, constantly <laughs> punching aliens. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's also, like, he's not the only superhero um to be like a a king or a ruler of some kind which is in itself like pretty weird <laughs> like they do it a lot with like aliens in like both DC and Marvel um because we talked about like Carolina and Zavin last week like Zavin just rolled up like oh well, yeah I'm like a scroll like whatever monarch um Novar might be Namor's the, you know, weird underwater 
reference. T'Challa and Namor have like kind of like a weird relationship. Um, Aquaman's the king of Atlantis, and then he's just like, "Oh, now I'm here too. I'm gonna For a help second, you." I thought you were gonna say that Aquaman had a good relationship <laughs> with T'Challa. And I mean, he like, probably would. I was like, met. was T'Challa in that crossover event? I don't remember. I don't think he was. I don't think so either. I'm sure they would be friends. Um, For th- but I, I actually kind of want to explain a bit. There was a crossover event. I didn't read the whole thing, but I saw a couple choice pages where, sur- surprisingly... Batman and Tony Stark get along swimmingly, and it's Clark <laughs> Kent and Steve Rogers that have a problem with each other. <laughs> they just hate each other. I can't remember who else was in it, because it's like, these two rich dudes are like, yeah, okay, whatever, and then you've got, like, your hometown boys that are like, I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> it's, it's, I just, I want to, I want to say for the record, um, Clark and Steve would definitely get along. They would definitely get along. Bruce would hate Tony. Right? Bruce would despise Tony. Tony Stark is everything that Bruce Wayne hates about the Bruce Wayne persona. (laughs) It would be awful. I don't know. I don't know who wrote that crossover event. I'm gonna have to look it up after I edit this. But You're like, please listen. We're gonna write a new one. It's gonna be better. Um. Anyways, T'Challa's not the only superhero who's a some sort of king, as weird as that is. Um, but he's the one for whom it's like most like tied to his identity, I feel like. Um, mostly because, like, Wakanda is, like, a real country that exists on Earth, and at the time that, like, once T'Challa becomes the Black Panther, it's, like, actively involved with, like, other countries. And, like... (laughs) Disclaimer. Wakanda is not a real country on Earth. Wakanda... Wakanda is a real country in comics, Earth. Yes. (laughs) Wakanda is a real country that exists on the Marvel version of planet Earth. It's not a real country here. You now. cannot go there. I'm very you sorry. You can't go there as much as you would want to. As much as you will want to if you see Black Panther. Um, but so it's it's very um, that's like a a significant portion of his storyline. I think more so than any of those counterparts is him kind of trying to balance his like responsibilities to his country and his responsibilities to these dipshits who need him to punch a bunch of aliens for these them. American idiots. <laughs> these goddamn American fools. Um so Black Panther is a big deal because he's a he's a cool guy and he has like a really neat costume design and um everyone in the Marvel universe wants to like be his friend and hang out with him. But he's also a big deal because he was, like, the first black superhero in mainstream comics. Because um, there had been other, like, Marvel had had, like, other black characters. Um, like, you know, they had, like, one of the Howling Commandos was black. But the first, like, and there were, like, other, like, you know, more, like, indie comics that were, like, black superheroes. But this was, like, the first, like, black, like, superhero lead character um, in, like, one of these big publishers, um, and I think it, I think it did come out of, like, a pretty genuine place, um, because it happens, you know, during, while the, the civil rights movement is going on, it actually happens the same year that, like, the, the Black Panther, the political group, um, kind of, like, you know, is formed, um, and, which, like, a few months apart from, like, the 
Black Panther, the character's first appearance. Um, and Stan Lee has said that he, this was not connected in any way, um, which I, which I do believe. Um, but, um, you know, Stan Lee's like talked about in interviews. He was like, and however much like Stan Lee was responsible for this because Stan Lee, sometimes Stan Lee kind of takes a lot of credit for things he didn't really do. Um, <laughs> podcast secrets. Um, but he said in interviews that he was like, well, we wanted, you know, we wanted to make a black character. And when we were coming up with him, I was like, well, I don't want him to be like, you know, some sort of like tribal or like, you know, like jungle dwelling dude. Like I want him to be like a king and I want this, you know, this country to be like the advanced. Um, cause you know, I don't want it to be like a stereotypical thing. Um, and he's also, um, Black Panther kind of invents the graphic novel, um, cause there's a, um, a storyline in a, um, a comic, an ongoing Marvel series called, I think, Jungle Action? Maybe Jungle Comics? It's, it has a bad, it's Jungle something, which is bad to begin with, um, and it was originally kind of a lot of uh, very colonialist stories about white people going to Africa and either rescuing black people from something or uh, <laughs> having to fight black people. Um, That's not and... a good look. <laughs> no, it's not at all. Um, and they were like, hey, what should we do with this bad racist comic? Um, and uh, Don McGregor was the writer, was like, well, this is bad and racist. Um, let's do... Maybe we can just have Black Panther do some stuff? Like, some cool, like, some superhero stuff? Like, comic books? <laughs> you know? Like, not racist? Like, just some cool superhero adventures? Um, and he writes this storyline, because, like, at the time, like, comics had, like, you know, like, ongoing arcs or, like, recurring elements. Um... But they wouldn't really have the kind of, like, serialized, like, self-contained arcs that are, like, what make up, like, all of comics today. Like, any, like, comic you pick up monthly is, like, oh, this is, like, part three of this six-part story. And then you put the six parts in a trade, and then you write the next six-part story. Um, but this was, like, kind of the first time that uh, they told a comic. It was about... Um, Black Panther and Killmonger, who is the major part of the Black Panther movie. Um, and it's like each issue was like its self-contained like event, but they were all part of this larger arc. And it was kind of the first time that was been done. And it was very well received. Um, so that's neat. Um, so through the 60s and the 70s, he has... Um, he has that, he has his own title, I think, maybe in the early 70s that, like, Jack Kirby writes for a little bit and then somebody else takes over. And then as we get into, like, the 80s and the 90s, they're like, okay, um, we've had a lot of white people writing this character. Maybe we shouldn't <laughs> so much. Maybe we should hire um, some... Black people? Maybe we maybe should th for once think in about, our lives? <laughs> maybe we should think about this character who, like, is the first black superhero and, like, his, you know, Africanness is sort of, like, super inherent to his identity and, like, his whole scene and how, like, none of us really know how to address that because we're white. Um, so... From that point on, he's mostly, I mean, there's still a lot of, like, white comic book writers writing him and, you know, Avengers and, like, crossover events and stuff. But, like, most of the, like, the Black Panther titles are written by black comic book writers. Um, which is a start. It's better than white comic book writers. <laughs> um, so there's, uh, Reginald Hudlin in the 80s, um, who also writes an arc where, um, his sister takes over as Black Panther when T'Challa is injured. 
Um, there's a priest in the, uh, he might have been going by Christopher Priest at the time, but he's just priest. Um, in the, like, the late 90s, um, who introduces, like, a lot of the iconic elements that have also been, like, preserved into the movie. Like, he, um, he creates the, uh, the Dora Malache. Um, he brings back Killmonger from, like, the original, the original, like, jungle whatever series and makes him, like, a bigger recurring villain. Um, and then as, like, we come into today, like, there's also, like, a ton of, like, actual, like, black activists and, like, not even, like, or comic book people, or but, like, comic book adjacent people who are, like, really kind of embracing this, like, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, I think, is still writing. Um, I know he started in 2016. I think that's still ongoing, like, Roxanne Gay, uh, had a Black Panther series, um, a couple of other, like, black, like, sci-fi writers, um, cause, like, I don't think Stan Lee and, like, Jack Kirby, um, really set out to do this specifically, um, but the stuff that exists in Black Panther and you'll probably hear this a lot when you hear people talk about the movie, um, lines up pretty well with, um, this, like, artistic cultural movement called Afrofuturism. If you've ever listened to Janelle Monet, you will also be familiar with this. If you haven't listened to Janelle Monet, you should not listen to our podcast and go listen to some Janelle Monet, and then you can come back. I mean, you, you won't want to, because you'll have heard Janelle Monet and you'll be like, what's the point? Yeah, you'll um, just want to fill Jan- Janelle Monet just in your ears all the time, which I don't blame time. you. I'm not Forever. hurt. I can't. Who could possibly blame you? Um, but it's, uh, it's, a, it's a, a movement in, like, literature and music and artwork that uh, fuses, like, sci-fi elements with like African culture and it has to do a lot with imagining kind of you know a reality where you know Africa wasn't colonized and you know black people have kind of like owned the future um so and that's like what Black Panther exists as is this like world that like a, combines, like, these, like, traditional African elements with this, like, super wild, like, comic book sci-fi technology, and also as a country that exists as a reality that was, like, a country in Africa that was, like, untouched by white people. Um, so as a result of that, like, um, as Black Panther and... Wakanda become this kind of, like, space for, like, you know, black people to kind of express their own takes on it, thankfully. Um, It's also, I think, moved a little bit, I think, even throughout, like, maybe the 90s, even when it was being written by black writers, there was still kind of a sense of, like, Marvel being like, well, but how do we how do we make white people read this? Um, and I think, I mean, that's, I think that's unfortunately, like, still kind of present, but now it's, like, more and more, like, maybe we should just let black people talk about things. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> let, let black people write stories. I promise white people will still read them. White they people will. will read them. And also, if white people don't like them, then kind of... They can go to any other comics. (laughs) There's so many comics about white people. There's so many of them. There's too many. There's way too many. (laughs) Too many white people. Get rid of us. Get, please. Um, I want to read about other people that are not me. I I, list uh, always. Um, 
And now we come to today, um, where the Black Panther movie had uh, the fifth largest opening weekend in history. Um, it I just saw that on Twitter, so that's like yeah. that's updated real time stats for y'all. Um, with you know, I went this morning at ten a.m. and the theater was packed. So. <laughs> And it, the majority was white people, so you can't tell me that white people won't go see this movie. They did! Because, they one, went. I went and saw this movie. And, two, all those other white people in the theater... There were, like, three white 11-year-old boys in there that, as soon as they were leaving, they were like, That was so cool! And it's like, that's your demographic, Marvel! That's who you're trying to get! <laughs> That's all you want. That's all you want. You just want these well, the three boys white points, cool. and you got them. You got them. You won. Um, so, a uh, a movie with a black director, a like mostly black production crew, a almost entirely black cast, um, and it made. I just oh oh hold on new Twitter stats coming in. It made infinity dollars. Um, <laughs> wow, that's amazing! The very first movie to, to make Panther. infinity dollars. We did it. <laughs> Marvel infinity dollars. Um, that sounds terrifying, actually. <laughs> yeah, don't don't give Marvel don't give, infinity dollars, please. <laughs> Stop praying for my grandpa. He's too powerful. <laughs> um. So, would you like to talk about Black Panther the movie? I would. So, if you have yet to see Black Panther the movie, pause it here. Go see the movie. Maybe if, I mean, even if you've seen the movie, maybe pause it here and go see it again. Yeah, because you know what? It's not going to hurt. I know, personally, I'm already going, like, before I even saw it today, I'm planning on going on Wednesday. So... (laughs) Because I'm actually going to go with friends on Wednesday. Instead of just like, alright, time to watch this movie, cry the whole time, and then go get my tires fixed. <laughs> cool day. Cool day. Um, anyway, yes. yeah, that's if... my first That's my first take. I cried pretty much the whole time. God. Um, also, real quick, if for some godforsaken reason you're like on the fence about Black Panther and you're like well I really want to know what Olivia and Elion think of it first. We thought it was good. You can listen to us talk about how good it was if you want but I promise it's good and you won't be upset if you see it because it's a good movie and you'll it's feel a good, good about movie. it. It's a good movie Brent. Good movies Brent. Um Anyways, yeah, how'd how'd the crying go? It went really well. Like (laughs) Super, super good. Just super good. There was so much that I cried at. I cried um at like well one, I cried anytime someone on screen cried because I do that all the time. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I understand. (laughs) Um to, I'm trying to remember the specific times I cried, but it was near constant, so this is going to be difficult. <laughs> I mean, I definitely cried during the, like, if if you're going to fight him, I'm right here with you. Me too. Like, we're all, you can't get us out of here to safety. Like, we're there with you. Um... I like how, like, nobody was having it, having Martin Freeman be there, though. They're just like, why? That was possibly my favorite part is when um, they go uh, find uh, M'Baku to ask <laughs> for help. He starts <laughs> talking like... and everyone just starts, like, grunting at him until he stops <laughs> talking. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, you don't talk. And I'm like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I've been waiting for someone to say that to Martin Freeman for a very long time. God, same. I'm very sorry if you like Martin Freeman as an actor. I am just uh, 
Listeners, I am just very tired. I lived through Sherlock when it was in its heyday, and I yeah, am very tired. That's the thing, is that one, my friend who I saw it with, <laughs> she was saying afterwards, she's like, I don't, I don't really feel like I like Martin Freeman very much as a person, um, but also I feel bad because I know that most of the distaste I feel when I look at him isn't actually his fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways. But, anyways. Um, that's the it, Martin Freeman take. <laughs> I'm, I'm also, I, I love Shuri. I love that they, Shuri, act, they did, bro- like, they did that sibling relationship so well. They're the best siblings. From the very first interaction, where she's just like, did he freeze? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's just laughing at it, and then she walks away and flips him off and I'm like, yes. But listen, the comic relief for this movie is a teenage girl who's a super genius. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like she's the funniest and the smartest. And oh the good, best another character. broken white boy. <laughs> another broken <laughs> white boy for us to fix. <laughs> Thanks, Sherry. She's so good. <laughs> when Martin Freeman wakes up. I can't even remember his character's name. When Martin Freeman wakes up. Martin Freeman is in. The, Martin Freeman plays himself in this movie. <laughs> when Martin Freeman it's weird. wakes it's up. A weird and like, choice. He's like, where am I? And she's like, colonizer. Don't scare me like that. God, she's so good. The chase scene is so good. She's in the car. She's oh. so excited about it. She does a meme about his shoes. She does a good meme about his shoes. She and films him. She oh my god. Over. And, although I do feel a little bit bad uh when she like ghost ran over that dude in the car and T'Challa's <laughs> like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> And it's like you just you just had her do a murder. Uh, <laughs> Dog, don't let sister do a murder. Uh, what was that? Don't worry about it. T'Challa, no. <laughs> do your own murders. He just doesn't want her to be sad. <laughs> it wasn't an on purpose murder. He threw the guy under the wheels of a car. Okay, it was a little bit on purpose, but they were in a stressful situation. He was doing his best. That was a stressful situation. They were doing their best. There was a lot of murder in this movie, though. Like, I feel like superhero movies nowadays just have a lot of murder in them. They do tend towards murder. To be fair. Yeah, it's not a lot of, like, I punch you until you pass out. It's like, I'm gonna just stab you and move on. And it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's, yeah, for sure. Um, for me, um, the, like, the most iconic moment of the whole, I mean, probably for a lot of people, yeah. um, is when, like, in the first, uh, like, ceremony scene where he's, you know, getting, like, officially declared king. And it does, like, the pan up of just, like, everybody, like, standing, like, on the, yeah. the cliff face. Um, and it's so, like, so many superheroes. I mean, I think this is, like like, a, a tendency of the genre to be kind of, like, like, a, a white American, like, individualist thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, especially in, like, current-day superhero movies, like, so many of them are about, like, you know, loneliness and loss, and it's like, this one One man, white man against this the whole world this one white man he was white and he lost everything he's a white man who lost something probably a wife or a girlfriend or maybe a daughter yeah maybe all of those at once oh no and his parents are dead and he he's upset about it like <laughs> um but it's like I mean, T'Challa's dad did perish in his dad did uh, pass away. Which um, oh god, which movie was that? Civil War. 
in Civil War. Um, um, but his, that's less like... But his like, dad's also in this movie yeah, <laughs> as a ghost. I mean, it, I feel like it's less for that, like, I lost my father, now I have to become this thing. It's... Yeah. I have this duty to my country and my father also had this duty and now it is wholly upon me because he had the black panther costume i haven't seen civil war in a while god Um, i have not seen civil war so i had like a lot of details getting filled into me as i was watching uh i watched it because i'm love bucky barnes but um, I know this and I love you. Yes. It, <laughs> uh, yes. Quite. But, um, man, now I can't remember if T'Chaka was the current Black Panther or if... No, because T'Challa would have had to t- drink the herb juice to get the powers. So he must have been the Black Panther while he was on that diplomat diplomat I would try I know how to say diplomatic, but I was trying to say it in a fun incorrect way and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> diplomatic, there we go. On that's this diplomatic a, a mission. Um he must yeah. have. God, I feel bad at the comics podcast. Hey, guys, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) We never know what we're talking about. That's our secret. Yeah, I Um, did see, like, before I even saw the movie, I saw, like, a couple things on Twitter um, talking about how, like, it was almost two different movies put into one. Though how you have, like, the one movie where it's, like, the superhero thing, and then the other movie where it's, like, hey, slavery and colonization <laughs> fucked up the world, and... <laughs> <laughs> fucked up shit. And there's all, like, especially, um, that last line where... <laughs> Yeah. That, that that last line where if you've seen the movie, if you haven't seen the movie, go watch the movie. What are you doing still listening to this we podcast? We told you to pause the <laughs> podcast and watch the movie. Why are you still here? But if you, like, you know which one I'm talking about. Where he's just like, well, bury me in the ocean like my ancestors who knew it was better to die than be in bondage. Pulls knife out of chest and dies. Yeah. And, like, um, I feel like I was, like, I'm, like, I am a white. Uh, I, and, too, am a white. Uh, like, I feel like there's a lot, like, Black Panther is not a movie that was made for me. And I enjoy that. That's good. I like I think, seeing yeah. movies made for other people, unless it's, like, movies made for white men. Some of those I enjoy, but when there's movies made for white men, it's like it's another movie made for white men. I've seen millions of these, but when it's... Millions. Millions. But when it's movies made for people who are not me or not like me, then it's like, cool, a different perspective. Now I can, like, and now this is out in the world. For these 11-year-old kids to see black people on the screen and be like, ah, yes, human beings. Yeah, I think I think they do a good job of, like, especially knowing that this is going to be seen by a lot of younger audiences, of, like, making this, this, like, central kind of ethical conflict like understandable without like really toning it down at all yeah um which is good i think i wish i think possibly my one sadness is like i wish we had more time um with michael b jordan oh yeah because we spend a lot of time with Andy Serkis and I'm like 
Yeah, I wish there was less of that. You could have had more Michael B. Jordan in this. Um, you could have had Michael B. Jordan also be here. I mean, I um, feel like that was supposed to be the twist. It was It was a little bit of a, a twist. Um, but also, it's like, he's Michael B. Jordan, and he was in all the, the trailers. Yeah, and like, like, you know he's important. Please put him in the movie more. Yeah. There's a lot of times where he's not there, and he could have been there. And but I think he it, was very good while he was there. He was there. so good while he was there. He did... Oh, he was so good. It was... Man. <sighs> that was brutal. Like, once you actually start, like, getting into his head, it's like... Super, super brutal. Yeah, I got really, um, like, emotional when he went into the um, ancestral plane. Yes, and it's, it's just so his good. childhood apartment. And he just kind of relives this childhood memory where he found this book that his dad had written in code so that, like... If something happened to him, his son would know where he came from. And his son would know his story. And I feel like, and I might just be talking, like, out of my, like, I might be out of my lane here or whatever, but I feel like it's kind of a direct uh, commentary on how a lot of black families don't know their family history because of how the slavery system worked in America. Like, all of that history was destroyed and lost. And yeah. it sucks. And this guy has written down his about his home and his history and his family so that his son could find it. No, I think that's, yeah. It is. It's, oh boy, it's, it's. It's a big deal. I am going to, um, just so I don't forget to mention this at the end, um, I'm going to send Elion a, um, a couple articles written by um, actual Black people on this movie, um, as, we as well as um, a couple of, uh, there's some, like, GoFundMe campaigns to, like, fund like young black kids to be able to go see it um in like a bunch like in places like Ghana as well as places like Brooklyn um so I'm gonna send those so you can have those in the uh in the link so you can read from people who aren't us um, yeah, but, so if, yeah. if this is, like, your first time um, actually checking, I do link to stuff that we mention in the podcast episodes in the show notes, and I'm not yes. sure if you can click through them in the podcast player, but uh, if you can't click through the links in the podcast player, you can click through them on our website. Um, yes. So, like, make sure to check that out and click on those links that Olivia sends me about these articles. Yes, they're good. They're good articles. Um, some of them, some of them are, are, are heavier reads, but they're good articles. Um, also, like, not for nothing, but this is, like, the most women that a Marvel film has ever right? had. Right? <laughs> like, it's, there's, there's so many there's women. So many, there's so many women. And they and get to be so, different people. They're, so, they're, all they're all different women who do different things and have, like, personalities. Amazing. It's almost like as if when you have more than one woman or more than one black person in a movie, they get to be people and not stereotypes. Who would have guessed? It's incredible. And all of these women who, like, this... The male main character trusts and asks for advice. Whoa! Um, I think that's, like, it's so... I mean, part of it is, like, about the, you know, the kind of coronation-type scene and, you know, the subversion of, of the angry, lonely white man. Like, he... <laughs> 
T'Challa has so many people who like care about and support him and dunk on him relies. and dunk on him they dunk on him so much i love it <laughs> but but lovingly affectionately yeah dunking yeah on like him. familial dunking yeah which is like also very good because in like the context of the larger marvel universe <laughs> everyone's like oh look at this super cool like extremely dignified diplomatic guy who has his life together and he get, goes home and his 16 year old sister is like what's up you nerd idiot <laughs> just like hey did he freeze like an antelope in the headlights because like that's your general that is like your top military officer dunking on you with your little sister like that's excellent because you can't talk to a girl and he like and he's so he he gets flustered in front of girls he likes. Well, and I he mean, cries like a bunch. I mean, to be fair, they were exes, I think, and then she left. Like, I yes, they have. They, I I am not a person who thing. pays attention to romantic plot lines in movies very often, but um, <laughs> I think what was happening was they were exes because she decided she wanted to go she wanted to go on these spy missions to like help kidnapped women which good yeah do that yeah. you have the training and the technology do that it's like i like the conflict of it is so compellingly presented yeah. and like also like he gets to he gets to talk to his ghost dad who did a shitty thing but was still like a decent person who yeah. made some poor choices and like yeah some um, very poor choices i i love thor ragnarok and like i'm not upset that thor ragnarok took this tactic but like there's a lot of thor ragnarok where he's like i'm ri oh i'm sad about my shitty dad i wish my shitty dad would give me advice and it's like I mean, you can tell your shitty dad that he, like, kind of fucked up pretty bad. Like, a lot of this movie yeah. is about how bad your dad fucked up. And, like, yeah. T'Challa gets to have the moment where he's like, hey, I love you, but, like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, hey, you fucked up, and I can't leave this the way it is. I have to fix this. Be like, just because it wasn't me who fucked up doesn't mean that it's not my responsibility to try better and try to help this and fix it. And, and, he, and he does. He does his best. Like, so hey, hey, fellow white people, there's still time. Reparations. <coughs> Reparations. There's still time. <laughs> Please. Um... It's so, it's, it's also, like, one of the prettiest movies you're ever gonna oh, see. Oh, God, it was gorgeous. It's so pretty. And, like, even, like, just, like, looking at it and not knowing anything about it, it's, like, beautiful. And then when you, like, you read stuff about, um, the, the costume design and, like, everything that went into, like, all of the different, like, tribal inspirations yeah. they like pulled into all these costumes i saw um, a couple things floating around about that but i was afraid to read them before i watched the movie because i'm very sensitive yes. to spoilers uh because when i when i see spoilers or hear spoilers i'm just like waiting the whole movie for that thing to happen just like <laughs> where is it <laughs> oh man i feel um i do i have a link um i have a link to a pretty comprehensive Twitter thread that's just, like, comparing all the different, like, uh, costume inspirations. Nice. Um, and also an interview with, um, Ruth Carter, the costume designer, and also the, um, the hair stylist, the hair yeah. person. Um, I, I don't know if there's, like, a more, like, official movie term other than hair stylist, hair artist. <laughs> Um, the, the person who did all, all of everybody's hair, um, was talking about how they used, like, 
everyone's hair is is natural. Like they didn't yeah. use any, you know, except for um, that one ex- wig. Except for the wig, which is like I this is in this article um because I didn't know this until uh today when I read this is that they originally had like a more natural looking wig um and Denai Guerrero was like, "No, no. It needs to be something Okoye would never, ever, ever wear. Like, it needs to be something she would just hate. <laughs> They're like, all right. Huh, okay. Here's something you'll hate. Perfect. <laughs> I'm full of rage. Love it. Um, anyways. Um, there was, apparently in early test screenings, there was a scene where uh, Okoye was, gay with a girl, and then that got cut. So that's disappointing. But there's still time. Black Panther 2. Now it's got lesbians. I um, so hope so. If you, um, if you do, if you want to look into these comics, um, in, uh, I know in Ta-Nehisi Coates and also Roxanne Gay's Black Panther comics, um, there is a romantic subplot between two of the, um, two of the Dora um and it's very good so if you want to get more into black panther which you should there's lesbians i'm just saying just saying lesbians just it out there yeah lesbians yeah they exist they're there they're 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 out there for you in the world <laughs> lesbians, lesbians they exist <laughs> they're the- out there Look around They're you. <laughs> there might be one there right now. And you should say hello to them and ask them how their day's going. I mean... Unless they don't want to talk right now. Yeah, unless they're strangers also. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you can say hi to a stranger. Anyways, thanks for listening to our podcast. (laughs) Say hi to a stranger. Ask a stranger to go see Black Panther. (laughs) Hey, did you see Black Panther? What? No. Do it. (laughs) You should. I mean, even even if like you watch it and you find out that it's like not your jam, it's still important. I feel like even if you don't really like um, superhero movies. Which, yeah, it's, it's, if you don't like superhero movies, I <laughs> don't quite know why you're listening to our podcast now that this I think about really the words that I'm saying. Choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually. I, oh, I'd love hey, to I'm log listening to this podcast about superheroes, but like, fuck superheroes, am I right? <laughs> I just love to go online and listen to people talk about things I hate. I'm sure there's somebody out there who does hey, that. Which... If you hate listening to our podcast, thanks. Thanks for the views. <laughs> thanks for the clicks and the likes and subscribes. Yeah, maybe. Hey, if you hate this podcast, give us money. <laughs> <laughs> Go. We have a link to our tip jar. If you hate this podcast... Give us some money to show us how much you really hate us. <laughs> Only then will we truly know. Um, no, it is, like, a hugely, like, it's, like, A, it would be a super good Marvel movie if it was not a super important movie. But it is also a super important yeah. movie. like, and, like, a huge deal and all of these white dude bros have to see it or else they won't understand what's going on in infinity war or whatever so suck on that ugh i mean you can understand stuff that's going on in movies in superhero movies without seeing the superhero movie i never watched doctor strange and i understood <laughs> the part when he was in thor ragnarok just fine that's that's a good point, um, but Black Panther's a very important movie, and it's a super big deal, and, like, I know part of it is, I was talking to a friend a couple weeks ago, 
and I was, you know, we were talking about how good the early reviews for Black Panther were, um, and he was like, I mean, I feel like it's kind of probably the same thing that, like, Patty Jenkins did with Wonder Woman, where it was like, okay, we need to make this the best it can possibly be, or else it's going to be the metric by which everybody else judges, like, oh, yeah. oh you, you know, a movie can never work with, like, all black lead characters. You, you can't have um, this many black people in a movie. Look, this one movie flopped. Exactly. So that's it, the end you, of the movie. You never do that with all white casts. Look, nope. this movie with all white people flopped. We can't, we can never make a movie with all white people again. <laughs> white men, nobody will see that movie. <laughs> Look at this one. It was bad. Um, and it like, it does extremely suck that that's the way that things are. And I would love to get to a point where that's not the way that things are. And I think... I think we're, we're on the getting right track. to that point with with movies like Black Panther, but it's super good, and everyone involved with it is like super proud of how it came out. Um, and Chadwick Boseman did an interview where he was with a bunch of other cast members, and the interviewer was like, "True or false? My character is the best character in the whole movie." And Michael B. Jordan was like, "Yes," and Lupita Nyong'o was like, "Yes," and Chadwick Boseman was like, "No," and he was like. Chadwick, what are you talking about? He was like, I love my sister so much! (laughs) (laughs) So you should see Black Panther! See Black Panther! T'Challa loves his sister so much! He loves his sister. Um, thank- alright, I think- I think that- I think that's a good- that's a good take to end it on. I- I- I have a lot more I could say about Black Panther, but we are- we are at- our time and you should just go see it instead of listening to us talk about it what are you doing go see it and then tell us about it did you yeah, like tell it us what you thought about it you can find us on twitter on tumblr um on our instagram. facebook group on instagram facebook. although instagram might not be the best place to have a conversation about a movie i don't know the Probably comment not. the comments aren't really that good for conversations um you can send us an email all of our social media is at capes and japes all one word emails emails also capes and japes at gmail.com so uh hit us up tell us if you like the movie tell us if you didn't like the movie tell us like just dump all of your black panther movie uh stuff on us and also, yeah. if you enjoy Black Panther comics, give me some recommendations. I don't yeah. think I have ever read a Black Panther title, and I want to. I've read, um, I've read a couple of the the Coates ones, and they're very good. And I should read some more because part of it was I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know all of the mythology stuff, but now I know way more of the mythology from the movie than I knew before. Yay! So, good place to start. Um, yeah, so that's it. Um, check out those links that I will include when I email Ellie on my part of this recording. Um, and hey, I don't, we don't usually say this at the end of the episode, but thanks for listening to this podcast. Yeah. Man, we've been having fun doing it, and I didn't know if anyone was going to listen to it, because I was just going to talk about it anyways. Yeah, like, Um, we were going to do this regardless if anybody (laughs) listened or not, but, like, there's at least one confirmed person that I don't know who listens to our podcast. (laughs) So, one down. (laughs) Success! Um, so thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for, thanks for hanging with us. Yeah. Go see Black Panther. Yeah, see you um, next time. I'm Elion. I'm Olivia. Kiss me sexy Batman. Or Kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me Black, Black Panther. Panther. <laughs> kiss me Black Panther is also... I mean, yeah, if he wants to. Yeah, I mean, he, he seemed to be in a pretty good relationship at the end there. Yeah, so that's fine. Yeah. Kiss me sexy Batman. Ki- yeah, that's fine also. All right, bye. (laughs) All right, bye.